0: Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson with the Family Office Club. Today we're doing a member spotlight video with Cormac Kinney. Welcome, Cormac. Good morning, Richard. So I know you're with a company called Diamond Standard and you're a member here in the Family Office Club, so I just want to dig into what you're doing. Um, I think that it's unique from what everyone else in the Family Office Club is doing, and I know because of the patents you have, it's unique from just about what everyone else in the world is doing, which sometimes can mean that people start out with a skeptical idea in their brain um, but then, within the discussion we just had over the last 30 minutes, just kind of getting to know each other, it seems like you have very sophisticated responses, structures, regulatory status, audits in place, et cetera, that uh, surprised me because a lot of people with innovative ideas are very early on thinking through good responses to all the concerning questions that someone would have in anything that's new and innovative. So, what, what is diamond standard and what are you doing, um, like maybe in a sentence or two, just to kind of give people an idea?
1: Well, diamond standard is actually a, a pretty incredible breakthrough for the you know, asset management industry, which is we've created the world's first fungible diamond commodity. And it looks like this. These are diamond standard bars. Each bar, just like gold, has the same Uh, value. It trades on the market as any other commodity. And for the first time, investors can invest in diamonds as a store of wealth, as a hedge, and also as a digital asset.
0: Great. And how long have you been working on this project? Because I know from the answers you gave me earlier this morning that it takes a lot of time to get patents in place, to have,
1: you know, odds done by Deloitte, et cetera. Yeah, so actually, we've been, I've been working on this for almost 10 years, um, and my background is software. I'm a computer scientist from Carnegie Mellon, and, and I've seen a number of startups, and they've all been trading systems, optimization, you know, big data types of startups, uh, but I started focusing on diamonds almost 10 years ago and was really interested in that challenge of why are diamonds not used as an investment the way gold, silver, and platinum are? And it turned out to be a computer science problem. We were able to find a way that's transparent, public, and regulator approved to create groups of diamonds that are identical enough that they have one single market value. Okay.
0: And I'm wondering, and I'm sure some people listening might be wondering why 20 other people haven't already done this, which goes into, you know, what your value add process is, I'm sure those two things are connected. So have you been able to pull this off, you know, using computer science while nobody else has?
1: Yeah, well, and that's why we've gotten six patents. Uh, It really, the time was now, there was no time in history where all the technology came together. Uh, We're using combinations of integer and nonlinear optimization, that was never possible uh, until a couple years ago. We use automated market making. We actually bid every day automatically on 16 million different types of diamonds. That wasn't possible even just a few years ago. We built the world's first electronic diamond exchange in order to enable us to do that. And the last ingredient was really the blockchain. Everything that we do is transparent and recorded so that anyone can inspect the provenance of every diamond. How did these 10 diamonds come together in a way that makes them equal to these 10 diamonds? Well, that entire process is transparent, regulator-supervised, and recorded forever on a blockchain. So, anywhere in the world can verify that our commodity is fair and fungible.
0: Right, okay, so this is very different from someone coming up with a crypto token that is backed by a air and an idea and the value could Go up five thousand percent and then back down seven thousand percent the next day. I mean, it's um, it's basically, blockchain's just being used to track the custody and history of this tangible commodity that has a standardized, you know, secure, you know, setup or structure around it. I guess in mm-hmm. the blockchain's just providing a secure ledger almost of, you know, where it is or how it got there and if it's still intact. Is that correct?
1: That's exactly right. And what's Super interesting, unlike a Bitcoin, you can hold this it 's real. These are the diamonds they 're all certified by the GIA. We actually never touch the diamonds it 's all handled by um, the uh, GIA the world 's largest and most prominent gemological lab. They actually even assemble our commodity in their labs, but because this is real, you can take possession of it you 're not trusting um, A computer to come up with a unique number. But this actually is a computer. Inside each commodity is a wireless computer chip and this is also part one of our patents. That chip provides three things. Auditing, which means if you have this at a custodian like a JP Morgan, you can audit it electronically. Using your phone you can also authenticate it. So both optically by inspecting the pattern and electronically by challenging the encryption. Anyone in the world can authenticate whether this is real, but most importantly, inside every bar on that chip is a blockchain token. That token is not a cryptocurrency. It's used for regulator approved settlement so that if this is being held by a custodian and someone transacts the token, Everyone in the world agrees and understands that settlement ownership has changed between those owners. And the big breakthrough we received is we've gotten regulatory approval for the entire process of creating the commodity of the blockchain tokens themselves that we create are regulator licensed.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I think um, when uh, we were speaking this morning, I think the most interesting thing I wasn't aware of is that you can authenticate the diamonds by their, unique structure just like a fingerprint to know that those are the same diamonds that were put in there you know by the GIA in the first place and the same ones that were in there when you bought the thing when it's being sold and I had no idea that that would um, be possible. I, I would guess that investors hearing this or people that run exchanges or investment funds hearing this you know aren't sure what they don't know what, what do you think is the smartest due diligence question or area of due diligence that invest, an investor should be focused on with something like this? Whether or not you ever get questions about that topic, where do you think you know, investors should be focused on kind of digging in to, to figure this out?
1: Yeah, so our biggest challenge was getting the regulatory approval, which took us over a year. And so we've had to be, every aspect has been audited by third parties. Um, Everything that we do is supervised. We've hired Deloitte as our auditor. We've hired a third party uh, firm, CPA firm to do uh, KYC and AML. So I think you can trust that uh, the technology works. So the question really becomes a macro investment question. And if you look at any other precious metals, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, even rhodium, what, what has been their investment track record? And there's an interesting commonality between all of them, which is 15% of the world's supply of each of them are, is held by investors, whether it's bars, coins, ETF shares, futures contracts, mm-hmm. et cetera. None of that exists for diamonds. In fact, very few di- investors own any diamonds. And a lot of investors may allocate 5%, for example, to precious metals. So for the first time, we're creating that liquidity, that fungibility, that price discovery, and a liquid commodity that if you own this, you know every day what it's worth because it's traded on public markets. So you can trade it with very low friction. And so the macro question is, what will happen to the price of diamonds over time? Now, I don't know, but Economics 101 tells us that when demand goes up, if supply doesn't change, then the price goes up. What we think is that 15% of all diamonds over the next 10 years will be acquired by uh, investors. And we're already working with a number of uh, institutional investors, which include uh, ETF operators, institutional asset managers, et cetera, who are very interested in the risk management potential of diversifying into diamonds. We actually have produced academic research that summarizes the correlations of diamonds relative to every other asset class. And diamonds, in summary, have very little to no correlation with other commodities, stocks, or bonds, and actually a low correlation to gold itself.
0: Hmm. Okay, interesting, yeah. Well, you know, I just uh, got these materials last week and started digging into this uh, this morning more seriously to get ready to do this quick interview with you you know we try to keep these nice and concise um i want to have you give out your url or the best way for someone to reach you but uh, before i do so you know I'll, I'll make sure and follow up after this You know, i've got my friend who made his money in the diamond trade in europe another friend that runs the investor club and he's invested in precious metals a lot and i've got a bullion storage uh investment friend and i uh, have some shares in a bullion storage company in canada actually so i'm familiar with that at a high level Um, So I'm happy to follow up and kind of, you know, see what they think uh, about this and um, investigate it a bit more myself as well. Definitely curious. Um, What's the best way for someone to reach out if they wanted to ask you questions directly or connect on something?
1: So our website is diamondstandard.co.co. And at that site, we have a lot of FAQs and investor information. We are also taking reservations for our initial offering, which is regulator approved which is for this coin. This is a diamond standard coin. The initial uh, offering price is $10,000. We actually put $10,000 worth of diamonds at our cost in each one of these. Uh, we have right now about 300 reservations. Uh, someone's welcome to make a reservation for that offering. Uh, my email is ckinney at diamondstandard.co. Um, right now we're finishing, we've, now that we have regulatory approval, we're uh, doing one final equity raise. All of our investors are actually limited to only 5% equity or less because we're regulated. So we're looking for family offices to join the BlackRock Executive Fund, investors like Jamie Dynan of York, Glenn Kasher of Light Street, uh, Larry Sapansky of Synctive. These are all very well-known, very successful uh, traders, hedge fund managers. uh, And we're looking for uh, family offices to join them. And in about three months is when we'll be doing the initial or offering of the commodity.
0: Okay, great. Well, I'm happy to keep in touch as that progresses and get some feedback from my friends who have some specialty expertise in this area and wish you all the best. So thanks for being part of the Family Office Club. And uh, if anyone has questions or sees a way to JB or work with Cormac or is, um, you know, curious about how some of that technology works and feel free to reach out directly. So thanks for your time, Cormac. Thank you, Richard. See you soon.